What does true wellness mean to you? I'm Claudia Cometa, and that is the question I will be leading with in the Minding Wellness podcast. Each and every week, I will bring you experts who will share their personal wellness journeys and their insights into what it means to mind our wellness. Health is a state of body. Wellness is a state of being. Let's dive into improving our state of being. This week, I'm excited to bring you Megan Forsey. Megan is the owner of Relax Salt Rooms in Gainesville, Florida. She is excited to bring salt therapy to our area. After her first experience with halo therapy, she felt drawn to the calming and cleansing impact of the salt room. She says her ultimate goal is to help people live their best life, either by breathing deeply, having better skin, or just to find a calm place to be at peace. I can speak for that last part because I visited her space and it is everything calm and peaceful. In this episode, we talk about halo therapy, what led her to this field and to open this room in Gainesville, and also what the benefits are shown in the literature, also what she has seen and what she hopes to continue to see in the expansion and increased awareness of halo therapy. Enjoy. All right, we have Megan Forsey with us today on the Minding Wellness Podcast, and I'm super excited to bring this topic. I have not talked about halo therapy on this podcast yet, and she is the perfect person to talk about it because she just opened Relax Salt Rooms in Gainesville, and the space is just amazing because I saw it and loved it, and I can share with you from experience. So it's super fantastic, and I'm so excited to have you on, Megan. Yay. Good morning. Thank you. I'm really excited to be on as well. Wonderful. Yeah. Let's dive in so that we can share with our listeners all of the amazing benefits of halo therapy. But first, before we get started, I always start with the question of what does true wellness mean to you? Um, So for me, true wellness is inside and out. It's um, of course, breathing. Um, (laughs) it's, It's healthy breathing and then also healthy living to the best of my abilities. I have some bad moments where I have to have ice cream sometimes, but um, (laughs) I try to be uh, great at making sure I try to get some exercise in, some meditation in, um, and trying to do the best healthy living that I can. I'm not always perfect though. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that there's just a sense of freedom and being aware that the, that perfection's not the goal and it doesn't have to be and that we can have those moments and it's perfectly okay. And we, we strive for balance in the others. So absolutely. I'm with you on that. So let's dive into your story and your journey that led you to now be the owner of Relax Salt Rooms in Gainesville. Where where does the journey begin? How did your interest in halo therapy start? Kind of take us through all that. So I did my first halo therapy treatment four years ago. I was in Asheville, North Carolina for a wedding and randomly was in the lobby of the hotel getting breakfast and a cup of coffee and saw a rack card in the lobby for the um, salt therapy place there in Asheville. And I said to my husband, do you want to just go give this a try since we have some downtime before the wedding today? Um, And he was game. He is a meditator and most people meet him. He's a scientist. Most people meet him and they don't realize that he likes to meditate every day. And he's got this whole other um, very Zen side to himself. So he was in. Um, So we went and did our first treatment and I have 
terrible anxiety. I also suffer from allergies um, and some psoriasis. And we walked out 45 minutes later. I turned to him and I said, I don't know how I can do this for the rest of my life, but I really want to do this because it's the most peaceful and the best I've felt in a really long time without running 10 miles or being on some kind of medication for my anxiety. Um, so from there, I really just did as much research as possible. I'm not someone who likes to just dive into something arbitrarily. So I, um, I want to make sure I know all the facets of it. Um, so I did a bunch of research and I visited a lot of places. Uh, a lot of times when I dig into something like this, I, I'll slowly start to see kinks or something I don't like or care for. It makes me believe in it a little less. But the more I dug into halo therapy for how long it's been around, um, all the benefits of it, uh, some of the people that I've met that have gone through it um, with alongside of medications for cancers and use halo therapy for, uh, to help with that, it just made me more passionate about it instead of less. And so this year I've kind of decided that it was time to make it all come to fruition. <laughs> so we're open. Yay. <laughs> so, so awesome. I know you mentioned a few of those details when we met and I just, I love the stories that just sort of start with these just little whispers, you know, like the little rat card was a, mm -hmm. was a whisper that maybe you should just look into this and get curious. And I love that your husband jumped right in. Um, and I don't, you know, he's a scientist and a meditator, which is super fantastic. Uh, I love that he yes. combines both of those <laughs> worlds. That's super awesome. And I, and I really just, I can, I can relate to the need to research and the default of being skeptical and looking for a reason not to do it and then not being able to find that. So I, I love that that was sort of your, your path and that you, you did your due diligence because those who come to your space or any halo therapy space, of course, would love to know that there's been research behind it. So it, it, it's a little bit, you know, more reassuring to know that you've done that part on, on the back end. So tell us um, more about what halo therapy actually is. So for those who have not been to a salt room, who've never seen one, who can't even imagine what it looks like or what, you know, happens logistically inside, what, what sort of, what happens there when you're there and what are the benefits? So the word halo actually means salt in Greek. Um, so it is the very base salt therapy. Um, and in order to have salt therapy or a salt room, there has to be a halo generator. And that halo generator grinds up 99.9% uh, .9 sodium chloride, so it's medical grade sodium chloride, and it disperses it into the atmosphere. Uh, if you see a salt room and it does not have a halo generator, that's just a beautiful relaxing room. In order for it to be salt therapy, that salt has to actually enter the atmosphere. Um, our, our halo generator is set up to grind the salt into tiny microns that are one-tenth the size of a hair follicle. A lot of people, when they think of salt therapy and they think of the salt in the air, they expect to come out just covered in salt. And there may be a light dusting of salt, but that's not necessarily what you're going to look like coming out uh, because the particles are so fine. I like to come in at the end of a session with a flashlight and show everyone the salt in the air because it's so thick in the air, but it's so light and the particles are so small that you don't realize how much salt you're breathing in while you're there and you're in there for 45 minutes. So everyone's always awed at, at the mm -hmm. uh, concentration of salt in the atmosphere at the end. Um, so you basically come into our room and you sit for 45 minutes in one of our zero gravity chairs. Uh, the room is kept 68 to 72 degrees. And so we provide blankets and we do neck warmers in our salt room. And you just sit, relax, and breathe. There's meditative music. We have a little fountain. 
Um, because salt is corrosive, we're electronic free, but we do allow uh, regular books um, in the salt room as well. So, and there's different, there are different types of salt rooms and salt caves. Um, I always like to tell people a salt room, um, the ceiling doesn't have any detail in a salt cave. There is a textured ceiling usually, but it's not made of salt. Um, so it's just a fun uh, visual detail. So our room has 17,000 pounds of imported salt from two different countries. The salt is on the walls and the floor. And then one of the walls is uh, salt bricks and it's backlit. So the whole wall glows if you've ever seen a Himalayan salt lamp. It is so relaxing and it's such a beautiful visual. And when I sit in there, I look at all the bricks the whole time and I'm like, oh, that's my favorite brick. No, wait, I love that brick more. <laughs> and because they each just have such intricate detail and the glow just brings them out. So it's really, it's a very peaceful experience and um, a lot of people will go in and I'll come at the end of the session and I ring a little bell to wake them up or to get them out of whatever mindset they're in. And people are constantly ask me, I, I don't think it's been 45 minutes or was I asleep when you came in? Because I couldn't tell. So it's just really a very relaxing experience. Um, and then for us, when you come out, uh, we have hot tea and I also do uh, fruit detox water every day. There's a different one. And we have the uh, foot domes uh, made of salt, which you can put your feet on and they're warm. And I know we experienced that together. Mm -hmm. And so um, when you come out, it's just, I tried to make the whole experience from when you go in until you leave the building, just a relaxing experience. And it can also be a little disorienting coming out of the room if you have been in a more meditative state. So I like to give people a chance to just sit and collect themselves because um, I'll have to help people with lockers sometimes or um, gather their belongings because it, it is just you're so relaxed when you come out usually that it takes a minute to collect yourself and get back to normal. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's such an amazing space. And yeah, I definitely was able to experience the domes. I, there was a session going on when I was there, so I was not in the room, but I will be very soon. We've already booked that. So I'm super excited yes. about doing <laughs> that. So just so much of this is so fascinating to me because I think of my limited scope of knowledge, which is a Himalayan salt lamp, right? Like that's my scope of knowledge about, mm -hmm. about what that looks like. Um, what, so let's talk about the benefits and specifically, you know, talking about the benefits of the way in which you do it, which is this very fine dispersal into the atmosphere and how that compares to what maybe the mainstream, including myself, understand, which is putting a Himalayan salt lamp next to your bed. So what, what are the, so there are the extreme differences in those and then the benefits that come from the way in which you do it? Sure. So, um, Himalayan salt lamps are beautiful, but they really have no actual breathing or respiratory benefits. Um, when it comes to Himalayan salt, if you've seen a salt lamp, you know there are small ridges that run through them, and those are mineral deposits. They make the, the Himalayan salt beautiful, and those mineral deposits are rich in magnesium, potassium, and uh, calcium, and so and 84 minerals. Those minerals are wonderful for our digestive tract, but if we were to breathe that in, there is the potential for a bacterial infection in our lungs, so we never want to do that. So that's why we don't ever um, inhale Himalayan salt. Um, so we specifically inhale the medical-grade sodium chloride. And the reason that we have the particles so small um, is because it goes into our sinus cavities and our lungs, and it breaks up the mucus. And so for up to three days after a treatment, people will notice sometimes pressure on their chest or their sinus cavity, they may be coughing, there may be nasal drippage, because that salt is going to continue to detoxify and work and break everything up and cleanse and remove um, any mucus that's in our system. 
So it's wonderful if you have allergies or asthma. Um, it's great for kids with cystic fibrosis. We also have a children's room just for them to play and dig in the salt. Um, and they don't know they're having a breeding treatment. So um, it's great for skin conditions as well. Like I said, I have psoriasis. Um, so for me, I can do uh, treatment. And then for two weeks, I'm good without using my topical steroids. Um, but it's important that everyone understand that our bodies all react differently to medicine and exercise. And the same is, it's the same thing with salt therapy. So everyone's body is going to react differently to salt therapy and um, will need different amounts of treatment because of that. So I may be great with one treatment for my psoriasis for two weeks, but someone else may have more severe psoriasis and needs to come in weekly or may have less severe psoriasis, may, their body may react better. And so they may need to come in less frequently. So um, when people ask me about the frequency of sessions for whatever they're coming in for, I always tell them it's great to do one or two sessions and see how your body reacts first. And then let's have a conversation about where you should go from there. Uh, our industry is not FDA regulated. We are working towards that right now in the United States. So I can't tell you exactly how many sessions, but I can tell you what I've seen with other people and help guide you in a certain direction. Yeah, I was just thinking um, as you were talking what the frequency that you recommend is. So I'm really glad that you that you hit on that and yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and that there's not, not necessarily going to be an answer and that the answer often even in medicine is it depends. And that's true because we all have individual mm -hmm. individual um, you know, concerns and health issues. Talk a little bit about the kids' room and um, you know, it's just such a fun room. I was able to visualize it while I was there and the the whole point is that there there's play in there and so that the kids don't feel like they're which is so great because you know so often we don't necessarily have that luxury in a, a medical type of environment where they don't feel like they're in a medical environment you know and so in here it's it's mm -hmm. very much like it's like a playroom but they're getting the benefit sort of indirectly without them having to think about oh this is treatment so is that kind of um how you see it or you know kind of describe the kids room so our, our kids' room is an underwater-themed room. So one wall is painted like you're in the ocean, and there's all kinds of fun sea creatures swimming around on the wall as well. And then there is it's segmented into two sections, and one section is salt for them to dig in. Um, in that salt area, there's two climb-on pirate ships for different ages. One has a little slide on it. Uh, there's little portholes on the wall, so it looks like um, some Disney characters are looking in at you from the ocean. Um, and then we have one wall that's all toys for them to play with. So I don't know how, but almost all of them figure out that if they dig the salt in the bucket and climb up to the top of the pirate ship and then throw it overboard and scream, ahoy, I don't know how they all figure it. <laughs> it's really funny, <laughs> uh, but it's, I can hear it going on in there every single time, all of them like the older kids all want to dig the salt up into the buckets and throw it overboard. It's so cute. Um, so yeah, so they sit in there and they just, they dig and they play and there's puzzles and board games and battleship and, and then smaller toys for the little ones. And a parent has to accompany them. The parent is included in the rate of the session. Uh, so you have to watch your kiddo while they're in there. But yeah, they can dig and play and they don't know that they're actively getting a breeding treatment. So it's a wonderful environment for them. Uh, very uh, not as relaxing for the parents as the adult room is, but I try to make it relaxing. So there's a big window in the room with lots of natural light. We have a bird feeder. So the cardinals will come and sit on the bird feeder while the kids are playing. So it's not terrible for parents, but you do have to take care of your kiddo while you're in there. 
<laughs> yeah, understandable for sure for for so many reasons. So uh, I lo- and I love that I, it, it's such a such a really great room. I can't imagine any kid going in there and not just loving it. So I love that they're sort of getting the benefit without really knowing that you know why they're there other than to just play. So it's super fun. Are there any mm-hmm. populations of people, and that I guess includes ages of kids who shouldn't have halo therapy? Are there any concerning conditions or age groups that maybe you would question and want them to check with their doctor first? So um, for children, I always say our room, we don't do anyone under six months. And that's just because uh, we can fully cough with our lungs at six months and over. And so for me, I just want to make sure that that is happening, that they're, they're able to cough all the way to the back of their lungs while they're in the room or coughing up mucus. Uh, also, at six months, we can start to use um, hand cues if something is bothering us. So I like for there to be communication from the child to the parent. And when you have a, a little munchkin, it's not as easy to do. Um, so we do six months and over in our kids' room. Um, as far as anyone coming in with a condition that may not be great to be in halo therapy, we do tell people if you're actively coughing up blood and there are a couple of other um, things like um, lung cancer treatments, I would want them to talk to their doctor before coming in and doing halotherapy. Uh, We do have an owner of a halotherapy place in California who did go through lung cancer treatment and it really helped her, but everyone is, again, individual and something so severe, I would want them to consult their physician. Uh, It's also safe to be in halotherapy being pregnant, but again, that's something that I just ask that they talk to have a conversation with their doctor about first. So, but it's completely safe to be in there uh, during pregnancy as well. Wonderful, and I can imagine that's oh. really relaxing when you're um, having a having a difficult time with with uh, maybe that third trimester of pregnancy, or you just could use some relaxation. Mm-hmm. So, super fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for people who are listening who maybe aren't local to Gainesville, which certainly is going to be a, a good percentage of people. What would you say? And if you were to, let's say, you didn't have this place of your own and you were looking for a salt room type of place, what specific things should they look for or ask for to understand if it's to the extent that you've gone with regard to making it the highest quality and the best safety and effectiveness? What what should they look for? So the first question you want to ask is if they have a halo generator and the type of salt that they're using in the generator. Um, make sure that those those two things are the most important. And then after that, you're going to see a variance of rooms. And some places even have booths for halo therapy. Uh, you're able to do a faster session in a more concentrated area. So there's all different kinds. Some places don't have any salt on the walls. They just have the halo generator and the medical grade sodium chloride. And in those instances, you're still getting the same treatment. It's just without the wow factor of all the salt on the walls. Um, And then some places will have more salt. So the most important thing is to just make sure that they have the generator and the medical grade sodium chloride. Okay, perfect. Good, good uh, lingo to know how to use because I would not have, I mean, halo generator is not in my language. So it's, it's good to kind of know the, <laughs> the lingo of the world so you know what to ask. And you mentioned briefly, because I have actually heard of salt caves as well. Tell me again, what, so salt mm-hmm. caves are in what way different from salt rooms? So a salt room doesn't have the texturizing in the ceiling and a salt cave will, and there's different techniques that can be used to do that, but the ceilings are not made of salt also. So it's just one more uh, portion of decor in the room, basically, to give it a little bit more of a cave closed in like feel. 
Okay, but they could also be using a, a generator, or is that is that not something that would be used in a cave? Um, absolutely. There are a lot of caves that use the generators, and then there are some that don't and just have it there for a peaceful meditative experience, uh, being in the salt room. So if you're looking specifically for halo therapy, you have to make sure that they're using the halo generator and they're grinding the medical salt into the um, atmosphere. If you're just going in to meditate and there are a lot of caves that are just there for meditation, then that's fine as well. But um, if you are looking for the actual breathing and skin therapy, then you have to make sure that they have the halo generator. Perfect. Good to know. And before we sort of wrap up, I would love for you to share the other amazing sort of classes. So um, it's not just the amazing part of, of hanging out and experiencing this room. There's also types of classes that you have. So can you kind of chat about that? Yeah. So we do in salt room yoga, which I thought was going to be way more difficult to do in the salt, but it's much easier. Um, we put towels down so they don't, um, take pockmarks on the yoga mats and then yoga mats on top of the towels. And we do the yoga on top of the salt that way. And it's much easier to wedge your foot into the salt and get into position and hold position that way. Um, we also do salt room Tai Chi. It's a slow, gentle Tai Chi. We do uh, salt room crystal singing bowls. We have a session this evening, actually. Um, we do crystal meditation and we also do Reiki. That all sounds so fantastic. I, I mean, even as you're saying it again, the first time I saw it, I was thinking, how cool does that sound to do that in a salt room? And then you're saying it again, and I'm thinking, why am I not already signed up for tonight? <laughs> it's just, it's so fantastic and such a different experience than I think most of us have had, you know, like it's the salt room in general is a different experience mm -hmm. and then doing these just amazing practices you know, or to, to be able to do that in that space is really pretty cool. Are, the, how do people sort of pay? So do they just pay per time they go? Do they have a membership? How does it work logistically with that? Our, we have a per session uh, fee, and then we also have a frequency fee. So um, for us, there's a five visit package and a 10 visit package, and those can be used anytime. We may do memberships, but I wanted people to have the freedom to be able to come once every six months, once every year, every other month, what, however they wanted to structure it. And that's why we've gone with a package structure instead of a membership uh, structure up till now. So there is a fee for the adults room is $35 a session. And then for the children's room, it is $20. The children's room is 30 minutes. The adults room is 45. Um, you can also book the room for a private party if you'd like, or a private event, uh, not party, but event. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you are doing with your group. Yes. And so um, that, yeah, that is usually 180 and it sits eight people. So it's great for meetings, for book clubs, um, uh, Bible studies, anything you'd like. If you just have a group of friends, you want to get together and go sit and have salt therapy together, you can do that as well. So, so cool. I, I cannot um, wait to go to our, our meeting there because it's just, we're going to do a yoga slash guided meditation. And I just, that space is just calling my name. I can't, I can't wait. As we sort of wrap up, Megan, I've just loved learning more about this because like I said, uh, I was relatively ignorant and didn't know much other than, you know, the, the little salt lamps. So I think this is really valuable information for people. I would just kind of love to, as we wrap up, know logistically how you got 17,000 pounds of imported salt into this space. I mean, how, you know, just like you, you researched, um, I'm, I'm guessing the sourcing you researched, and then I, I can imagine a, a truck mm -hmm. pulling up with, you know, like, how does that work? 
So we had four freight trucks pull up at different times. Um, and it's maybe, I'm, I'm not going to lie, it made me sweat from head to toe every time with anxiety when they would pull up because I just thought the neighbors in the complex probably hated me for these giant pallets stacked in the parking lot. But um, yeah, so I don't even know how to tell you it got in <laughs> It's all magic. Uh, my, I, it, it was, uh, my husband and I did a lot of work. My, bless my husband's heart. I, some of the boxes, it can get up to four or 500 pounds. And the two of us put them on dollies and we moved every single pound of salt in the building together. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of hard work, oh my <laughs> but gosh. I blocked it out. I think it's like childbirth. I'm now Hilarious. like, oh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will let that be then. There's no reason to bring up any kind of um, anxiety that <laughs> I guess the, the point now is that it is a beautiful space. You made it happen. It sounds like a close to impossible feat, but we are so blessed as a community to be able to benefit from all the hard work you've put in. So I really appreciate the space. I appreciate you, Megan, and I, I look forward to spending some more time there. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me on today. And it was wonderful meeting you. You're such a beautiful soul, and I can't wait for your group to come in. All right, Gainesville. If you don't know about Relax Salt Rooms, I hope this gave you some background into the amazing new space that is available for you and all of us. If you are not local to Gainesville, I highly recommend checking into your local salt room. It is becoming a much larger trend and much larger presence in various areas around the country and probably the world. So I highly recommend you check that out and follow Megan's recommendations for searching out the best option in your area. I'm so excited to bring you this episode to just increase exposure and awareness to the benefits of halo therapy. And if at the very least it brings you into a peaceful space to help you simply calm your mind, then absolutely allow it to be just that because we could use more of that in our lives. See you here again next time. <laughs>